11.15 in Young and Friedman, so please try the problem before viewing the solution. So we're given this situation where there's a strut that has a weight of W, and it's holding up a rope that is supporting another weight that has a weight of W, and we're asked to find the tension in the rope at both locations here. So we'll call this T1 and this T2. So we need to find T1 and T2, and we need to find the reaction forces acting on the strut. So those would be the forces that act at that pivot point. So to do this, we have to recognize that the strut's in equilibrium. So all the forces and all the torques should add up to be zero. So let's look at a free body diagram for our weight here. The sum of the forces in the y direction is zero. And so the sum of the forces is just T2 minus the weight. And that lets us solve for T2 equals the weight. Now, in order to find what T1 is equal to, we need to sum up the torques that act on this. And we will sum up the torques about this pivot point here where the strut acts. Okay, so the sum of the torques in equilibrium is zero. And so the torques that act on this strut, and now we're not considering the weight itself, but just this strut, there are three torques. There is a torque due to the weight of the strut pointing down. There is a torque due to tension two pulling down and a torque due to tension one pulling back. So first let's consider the torques that rotate this thing counterclockwise. We'll consider those as positive torques. And so we have T1 acting at a distance L, the length of the strut. So we're not given what L is, but let me just call it L and we'll see if maybe it cancels out times the sine of the angle between the force and the radius vector. So the radius vector from the axis to the point where the force acts is acting along this line. And so the angle between tension and the radius vector is this angle here. And since I know this angle is 30 degrees, then the angle that I'm interested in has to be 150 degrees. So that's the first torque. The second torque we'll consider is due to T2, and that acts in the opposite direction, so we'll call that negative. It also acts at a distance L, and the angle between R and T2 is going to be this angle, which is 120 degrees. And then the third torque that I need to consider is due to the weight of the strut itself acting down. And so the force is W. It acts at a distance L over 2, and it points down as well. So the sine of the angle between the force and the radius vector is, again, 120 degrees. So when I add all these things up, they should add up to be 0. So let me make a few uh, substitutions here. T1. I don't know what T1 is yet, so I'm going to leave that as T1 times L. Sine of 150, I can check using a calculator if I'd like. The sine of 150 is 1 half. Minus T2. Well, T2 I know happens to be equal to W. So minus, I'll call WL times sine of 120. Again, we can check sine of 120, and that's 
let me write that in. Minus WL over 2 sine of 120, which again is 0.8666. So that's the sum of the torques, and it has to equal 0 for this to be in equilibrium. So you can see here that the L's cancel out. So the fact that we weren't given the length of this bar doesn't matter. And we can solve this for T1. So T1 equals, and now we will bring these terms here over to the right side just by changing their sign. They're both multiplied by 0 0.866. So I'm going to factor out the W. Well, let's see. I will factor out the W times 0 0.866 and call this 0 0.866 W times 1 plus 1 half. And that evaluates to 1.30 W. So tension 1 is 1.30 W. Tension 2 is W. Okay, So that's the first thing I was asked to find. The next thing I was asked to find is the reaction forces on the pivot point. So to do that, I'm now going to sum up the forces in x and y that act on this bar and set them equal to 0. So here's my bar. Adding up the forces in x, I have only two forces. I have this reaction force in x, which points to the right. And then I have tension 1, which points to the left. And those have to add up to be 0. So the reaction force is equal to tension 1. And I've already solved for what that is. That's 1.30w. I can do the same thing in y. In y, the sum of the forces that act on this are the reaction force in y, which points up. And that's the reaction force pushing on the pivot point of the bar. We have the weight of the bar pulling down. And we have tension 2 pulling down. And so if we solve this so that the sum of the forces in y is equal to 0, the reaction force in y is w plus t2. And since I know T2 happens to be equal to W, I can solve that for reaction force in Y is equal to 2W. Okay, So that's the first part of this problem, part A. The second part of this problem involves a different configuration, but the same idea. We have this strut that has a weight of W and this block that has a weight of W. And so we wish to find the tension in these cables. T1 and T2 that are pulling on the strut. And I know, again, that T2 has to equal W by adding up the forces that act on the block. I have T2 minus W, which equals 0. So for this big block, I can use Newton's second law to solve for T2 is equal to W. To solve for T1, Again, I need to consider the sum of the torques on this block. And I'll consider those torques summed around this pivot point. Again, there are three forces. So when I add up the torques and set them equal to 0, I will have the first torque, which I'll call the torque due to T1. This rotates it counterclockwise, so I'll consider that positive. 
has a force of T1, it acts a distance L away, okay, where L is the length of this bar again, and the angle between the force and the radius vector is this angle right here. So in order to figure that out, I know that this angle is 30 degrees, which means, well, I know this angle is 45 degrees, so this angle here is 135. 135 plus 30 is 165, which means this angle has to be 180 minus 165, which is 15 degrees. So this angle is also 15 degrees. And this angle between tension 1 and the radius vector is 165 degrees. So the torque exerted by tension 1 is TL sine of 165 degrees. The second torque that I need to consider is due to T2. It acts a distance L away from the pivot, and the angle that it makes with the radius vector right here is 135 degrees. So the torque it produces is TL sine 135. The third and final torque that I need to consider is due to the weight of the bar itself. So that acts in the, to rotate this in the clockwise direction, so I'll call that minus. Um, it acts at a distance L over 2 away, and the angle between that force and the radius vector is 135 degrees. So this is the sum of the torques, and that has to equal 0. Now I can see that the L's cancel out. And I know that T2 happens to be W, because I found that in the first part of this problem. And that lets me solve for T1 in terms of W and these angles. So I get that T1 is equal to W times L sine 135 degrees plus one-half sine 135 degrees. I shouldn't have that L in there. I've already canceled that. Sorry about that. All of this divided by sine of 165 degrees. So I can evaluate this, and I get 4.1 W for tension 1. So I found the tension in both ropes. Now I want to find the reaction forces that are exerted on this pivot point. So there's a reaction force pointing up and a reaction force pointing to the right. The upwards one I'll call Ry, the one to the right I'll call Rx. So if I just add up the torques, or add up the forces in x and y and set them equal to zero, I can find those values. So the sum of the forces in x that act on this bar, I've only got two forces that act in x. I've got Rx, the reaction force in x, and I've got the component of T1 that acts in X. And since I know this angle is 30 degrees, then that points to the left, so I'll call it negative, and that's T1 times cosine of 30 degrees. I can solve this for Rx. It's equal to T1 cosine of 30 degrees, and that gives me 3.55 W. as Rx.
doing the same thing in y, adding up the forces in y. I have the reaction force in y pointing up, so that's positive. I have the weight of the bar pulling down. I have T2 pulling down. T2 happens to equal W. And then I have a component of T1 that also pulls down. That component is T1 times sine of 30 degrees. And those have to add up to be 0. So I can solve this for Ry. Ry is equal to 2W plus T1 sine 30. Well, sine 30 is 1 half. So this is 2w plus 1 half t1. And t1 is 4.1 watts, or 4.1w, I'm sorry. So when I solve for ry, it's 2w plus 2.05w, or 4.05w.